Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 24, Text 27. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Uyantam Agnaya Samyag Brahmanair Brahmavadibi Anambahu Gunante Bio Devyam Bodena Dakshina. The Brahmins who are learned in the Vedic mantras must properly invoke the sacrificial fires. Then you should prepare, you should feed the priests with nicely prepared food and reward them with cows and other gifts. Om Jnana Timarandasya, Jnana Shalakaya, Taksur Unmalitam Yena, Dasmai Shri Gurave Namaha, Shri Chaitanya Mano Bishnam, Stapitam Yena Bhutale, Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Tadati Sapadantikam Vancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevicha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda, Siyadvaita Gadadhar, Srivas Adi Gaur Bhaktarinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Greetings from Govardhan. Go Vardhan. Vardhan, like verdant, from my Spanish, verde, green, go verde. <laughs> the mountain which nourishes the cows. <clears throat> but more than, well, not more, just as it nourishes the cows, it really nourishes the devotees who sit by the side of this hill and feel that spiritual pleasure that emanates from the hill. We're really attached to staying. I was, just took lunch with Jai Jagannath and Bhakti Vigango Swami. And uh, this is called separation and union. I'm here, but I'm feeling the separation. Um, and as I explained to people, it's it's really developed into this incredible, wonderful community now. Uh, with these beautiful retreat centers and every day, some nice people are coming to my small, humble little ashram. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about the story. You know, it's the evening here, so I'm generally 
Lincoln class in America, it's the morning, a little bit more energetic. This is at the end of a, a long day for me because I, I do get up very early every morning. Not later than two. So, um, well, we started with in the same place in the same place that Krishna didn't like one thing, his father was doing the same thing. Which was antithetical to his mission to establish Sarvadharman Prityaja, Bame Kam Charadam Braja, Aham Tom Sarvapa that come to the conclusion, come to the goal. Of all the Vedas I'm to be known. The ultimate objective of all spiritual practices is to develop love. Tvasmin paraprema the highest form of love is to God, universal love. That's the objective and that's what Krishna came to give. That's what he said in the book, he spoke himself. Sarvadharma, give up every other form and, 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 and surrender unto me. Love. And in the Bhagavatam, when the sages of Naimisharanya were trying to figure out um, what practice they should do in this Kali Yuga because religion is like medicine. It's prescribed according to the condition of the patient. So different people in different times require different spiritual practices generally. So they said, Buri Burini Karmani. If you go to the Vedas, there's so many different prescriptions. Because the Vedas, knowledge, it's a strategy for everyone to elevate in consciousness. And the goal of the Vedas is to free oneself of false ego. That's the basic conception of the Vedas. Basic conception of the Vedas is, is give up selfishness. That's the basic conception of the Vedas. You give up selfishness. Um, so but the highest form of giving up selfishness is to live in the soul which is which is manifest in compassion devotion humility uh, gratitude devotion, and therefore the highest form of giving up the false ego. Mukti, Mukti, Hidva, Yita Rupam, what is Mukti? Mukti, Hidva, you give up Yita Rupam, the form which is superficial. Sarupena vivastita, and you become situated in your 
Swarup, your authentic form, your authentic nature. So Krishna came to give that. So there may be many, many spiritual practices on many, many different levels, but Krishna came to give that. And he came to get, so he came to give that and he came to give that militantly. Because the Bhagavatam says, Dharma Kaitava Projita. Dharma Projita Kaitava Projita. Nirmatsara Namsata. Dharma, cheating religion. And what's cheating religion? The aim of religion is love. And love begins with sacrifice. There's no happiness in this life or the next without some kind of sacrifice. Some type of giving of oneself, giving up the things that one has, charity, responsibility, devotion. So that's where it begins. But it's meant to bring you to the platform of the soul. So it's called cheating religion because the way the universe is organized, people here are material, have material consciousness and for them to be socialized, they have to perform some sacrifice, some responsibility, some tradition. I saw a very contemporary speaker and I was surprised what he said. He said, without tr tradition, we're just animals. Without some kind of form of, of, of behavior, morality, cooperation, tradition. So the way it's inspired in this world is there's a reward, a material reward, if you make a sacrifice. The world is, I, I, I spoke about this before, Anena Pacific, Sahaya Gyapraja Shrishva, your desires, Kamaduk, will all be fulfilled by sacrifice. Your material and spiritual desires will be fulfilled. So, um, but at the same time, it's cheating because religion is meant to come to the soul. And it's and that there's a religion that's inspired by material things. You do this, you'll get this. You do this, you'll get this. You do this, you'll get this. So that's a type of religion, but it's mixed with material consciousness so strongly. So it's not a very evolved process of consciousness. If people are just doing religion for to fulfill their selfish desires, it's elevating societally because then people will follow certain principles and they'll be associating with, with uh, a priests. I'm not giving a, a particular religion priest in a white column. They'll be following people that run rituals and, and, and things like that. They'll learn that there's a fruit in the future. So they'll have some sense of, of four things happen even when you do materialistic religion. You, you, you have to 
do it within the confines of some religious system. So you, you, you should associate with people who are more evolved and spiritual. The fruits are given in the future, so you start to understand you're not the body. If you get the results, you get frustrated anyway. Do you understand that that's not the reward? So it has some type of spirit. But Krishna is militant here. He says, Sarvadharma Pritya you give up all that type of, of, of business. Just love. Just give yourself. Live in the soul. Dharma Prochita Kaito, and give that up. And therefore, this process of Bhagavatam, this process of bhakti, nirmatsara nam satam, it's for the satam, it's for the devotees. And we're not talking about an external dress or markings on the forehead. Nirmatsara anam, for those who don't have hate. In that verse, hate is mentioned even in these religious activities, because what is it? I'm, I'm, I, what do you want material things? You want, you want more control? It's, a, it, 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 it's, it, it, it's, it's mixed with hate of others. Because you're not doing it for you, you're, you're doing religion to get power, to get prestige, to get some material benefit, to get the accoutrements of power, to control the world around yourself. So it's really kind of mixed with this stuff. So he says, Nirmat, the Bhagavatam begins, Nirmatsara Nam Satam, Nirmatsara, without that envy, without that hate, that's engaged in religious activities where you're doing it for a motive. Going to heaven. We go to heaven and we can enjoy. So the result of spiritual life is just material consciousness that doesn't work here. There are people that live heavenly here. There are people with millions of dollars and they live in Montecito. I know that because I visited Giriraj Swami who has his ashram in Santa Barbara. And he took me for a walk. You see, it's where he walks every day because there's a hill that's by the beach. He didn't go to for sightseeing, but I saw these people live heavenly existence. But happiness is not things, it's consciousness. So that religion, which gets you to be socialized so that you can be a society that's peaceful and gets you somehow a connection with spiritual people, gets you somehow a connection with, with an afterlife that brings you above this temporal existence as the all in all. Still, it, it, it's, it's not what Krishna came to give. Krishna came to give anya bilashita shunyam jnana karma janavritam anukulyena krishna anu shilana bhakta uttama. He came to give uttama bhakti, the supreme. What's the supreme bhakti? We don't have any motive selfishly. Anukulyena Krishna Nushilanam, and we follow the will of the divine to please, to please God, which, which is inclusive of everyone. We do things to please others, not to selfishly 
control ourselves. We all know what material consciousness is because we see how it's played out in the world. So, so Krishna wants to stop it. He not only wants to stop it, but he wants to have a leela. He wants to have a pastime. I was speaking with Jai Jagannath today. It was so nice. We walked together for lunch. And he has such beautiful realizations. He's very deep. So he was talking about trying to learn techniques of memory. <clears throat> Wanting to. And, and then when we talked with Bhaktivedanta Goswami, he was telling us that really the way people would learn Shastra is not intellectually so much, but they basically would memorize the verses and that sound vibration, it would have an effect, it would imprint your consciousness. He was talking, Bhaktivedanta Swami was talking about this one young Bhagavatam reciter who knows the whole Bhagavatam by heart. When he was young, his father was a Bhagavatam reciter. His grandfather was a Bhagavatam. He couldn't eat in the morning unless he recited one chapter. But it has such an effect on the consciousness. So Krishna performs these pastimes so that we can remember them. And if we can recite them, It'll have a very powerful effect on the consciousness, even above the intellectual. Just the sound vibration and, and absorption. And people would learn the Gita and they would recite the Gita. I did that. I had a nice talk with the Kinshan. He was, he was asking me, is it, asking my advice about some things he was doing to deepen his spiritual life. And he shared some of them. I thought they were good. So I told you before my chanting, I would slowly meditate on this one verse, almost imprinting each word in my consciousness. So I started with Chanad Api Sunichena, Furor Api Shihishnana. Amani na, Mandane na, Kirtaniya Siddhari. One should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking oneself lower than the store of the street, more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige, and ready to offer all respects to others. I repeat it again and again for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you see when you go out in the world, it's imbued. It's imbued your consciousness. And then all of a sudden, more tolerant than a tree. <laughs> really tough to be more tolerant than a tree. Mm -hmm. People really can be. Disturbing, I'm sure I'm disturbing too. People have to tolerate me. 
So he came also to exhibit his pastimes so that we can hear about them and be imbued with the, the, the form and the qualities and the activities of God, which enthuse within our hearts. Krishna means all attractive, which bring out in our hearts the nature of our soul and our devotion. I'm going to have actually a Chapa in prayer school. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to start it in April. I figure I'll do once, once a week for a month and then twice a month. And I'll sometimes have Jai in a kitchen to also give a class on what they're doing, which is very interesting. Andrea sounds interesting. Yes. Okay, you're, you're beyond. We'll register you. You're, you're the first person. Okay. The nice thing about my thing, it's all done out of love. You don't charge anything. I don't have any expenses, so I don't have to do it. So, what's really nice about this pastime, so Krishna wants to stop it. He's not interested in speaking the truth. He's interested in stopping the untruth. So he makes a very interesting point to start off with, which is, and asks his father, what is the purpose of doing this? And basically, if there's no purpose, you don't get the result. This is, the, this, this is something that I'm thinking about deeply and thinking about writing about. If you don't do something properly, you don't exactly get the result. Especially in rituals. So you have to do it properly. There's a relationship between doing it properly and knowing why you're doing it. What is the purpose of it? Because everything lines up from a goal. If you don't have your goal, your practice is not going to conform to achieving it. So there's some relationship. Of course, rituals will work anyway. If you do them properly, but, but generally, if, if you don't really know the purpose, you may lack the determination to perform the austerities to do it properly. You may not get inspired internally to actually understand. And you may not be able to figure out everything. And it was funny because I was speaking to Jai and he was telling me the kind of meditations he's doing. And he said, I was walking down a path, you know, and now I, I, I can't just follow and just go down the path. I have to really know why. You know, and and therefore I have to experiment a little bit. I just can't follow the path. I have to like kind of, and I just said, wow, Jai, that's interesting because that's just what Krishna said. Mm. You can't just walk blindly down a ritual. We see what happens in your country. 
when people don't understand that the purpose of religion is to love God, it becomes just a social thing. You know, that, that you know, the story, this is an interesting story. I, I, I went to a friend. He was near Udupi many years ago. He was a very, very dynamic sannyasi. He was from Texas. He was very tall and he would hold his danda like it was a musket, like a gun. And we used to call him like, because you know, Davy, we took Davy Crockett Maharaj. And this is American folklore, you won't know, but you know, the frontier and they would carry their guns. And he was a, um, a very good sannyasi, but he was, he would have the most beautiful places in the world for his ashrams. And he had an ashram where you could go surfing. <laughs> it was a beautiful ashram. I'm not good for fun. He took me out on his boat. I could care less. You know, with his captain hat. But he showed me, you know, he, he's a little radical, so he showed me some video. And uh, I, I guess I'm tired of this track. Um, Alzheimer's. <laughs> anyway, I just keep on talking. Hopefully, it comes back. Um, we're talking about why we perform a ritual, knowing why we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, let me just, okay, now I'll just stop and think. Show me some relevant video that was interesting. I had to give the background. <sighs> okay. Anyway, we're talking about that point. I want to give it more thought because I want to write on it. That relationship between the efficacy of a ritual and knowing the purpose of it. Certainly goal is important in practice because I think you may start things and as things start to become a little more complex, you'll only fit them together rightly and, 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 and and have the realization to apply them in the proper way. But we know that ritual generally has to be done properly. The focus is not on the intention as much on the doing it exactly properly. I have this friend, Prabhupada's great, no, uh, Prabhupada's first disciple's grandson. He's a, arguably the most powerful tantric in India. And every sacrifice he does, he, he, he prays for my protection. Wow. Yeah, it's true. And he's, he's, he, he's about 50. And he just came in to see me. And then was going on because in their tantra, everything has to be done so perfectly to get the result. So you're saying, no, you can't travel with a deity. 
it, once it's installed, you can't travel with a deity. He gave some good arguments. He said, when the Sikhs bring their holy book and you see them on the plane, they carry it on their head. You don't put your deity in a bag and up to that. You gave something. But the point was the ritual is being done properly. Mm -hmm. But the knowing the purpose has some important effect. And in bhakti, it's all the purpose, especially Raganuga bhakti, spontaneous devotion. It's all the purpose. It's not the activity, it's the consciousness. The consciousness is an expression of the activity. Without the activity, without the consciousness, the activity doesn't have much effect in bhakti. But Nandamaraj responds, I'm in charge of so many people and, and we, we, we take care of cows and we require a lot of rain and the rain comes from Indra so we should do the sacrifice for Indra. Anyway, Krishna preaches so many different philosophical points even though he's a young boy and he's Krishna and, and, and when you're all attracted, people want to please you. And we can't imagine how attractive is Krishna. That he's your son. And they just want to please him so much. So they see it's a strong desire and somehow they want to please him and do it. So now he starts telling them what to do. Take everything that you did for the rituals to Indra and you do it for Govardhan Hill in this very same place you did this other ritual, you do it, and you make a big feast. Because this is the best way to convey love. Best way to convey love is to cook for someone with love. And then the fragrance of the food, the texture of the food, the color of the food, the taste of the food, then that carries your love. So he says you cook all these different types of preparations. And then he says, and then <laughs> okay, it has to be done this way. The Brahmins have to do it this way. And, and you, have, you should feed the priests with nicely prepared food and reward them with cows and other gifts. Dakshina is important. Some completes the, the sacrifice to the priest. Dakshina means some gift. Not complete without that gift. So what Krishna is doing is and he's trying to inspire his father to do this sacrifice, so he has to show that it's authorized. Authorized, coming from authority, not just authority in charge, but authority in competency and understanding and knowledge. It must have that kind of element. He's trying to inspire faith because Without faith, we don't move. Without faith, we don't move. 
So he wants to inspire faith that this is going to work. And, and he's starting to say, you do this and do this. At the same time, it's just so charming because it's Krishna. And he's a young boy and he's so beautiful and he has this golden garment. He has this golden garment and a heartbeat dumb, a peacock feather. And he's the most excellent dancer. Vaijianti Chamal, and he has these beautiful forest garlands intricately. Bibrad Bishad. Bibrad Bishad, his clothes. Kanika. Kapisam. Kanika, golden dhoti. He's so beautiful. So yes, he's instilling faith, but he's just so charming. They are overwhelmed with love of Krishna, which is the purpose of life. Prema Pumartha Mahan. Mahan, the greatest thing of value. Prema Pumartha. The thing that has the most value is what is love. That's the goal. That's the goal. So they're having this love for God. And when you satisfy God, Sharanagati, when you take shelter in that relationship, then you gain strong faith that I will be maintained and I will be protected. Anye Vyas Chaspachandala Pati Tebhyo Yutarhata Yavasam Chagavandatva Kiriye Diyatam Bali after giving the appropriate food to everyone else, including such fallen souls as dogs and dog eaters. You should give grass to the cows and then present your respectable offerings to Govardhan Hill. So this is worship. Worship means that you Turn from the false conception of life to the real conception of life. And that is our connection with the divine. When you turn away from who you are, you have to accept the false identity. And that's what's happened now. And that's explained in the Bhagavatam. I explained that verse, I don't know, maybe, I don't know many verses, but I know this one. Ishad Upei Tasya. Ishad, when you turn away from God and turning away from God, it can't be a physical thing because God is everywhere. You turn away from God in consciousness, which means you don't want to be part of God. 
you want to be God. So Ishadu Peitashi, when you turn around from Isha, God, Iparyosmiti, you forget who you are and you fall into an illusion. Illusion is caused when aspirations exceed capability. When aspirations exceed capability and those aspirations are strong, then you can only fulfill your aspirations in illusion. If your aspirations exceed your capability, you can only fulfill your, your aspirations in illusion. That's what this material world is. We don't want to be what we are. So God gives us the illusion that we're something that we're not. And what is something we're not? We're not the enjoyers and controllers. The parts and parcel of, of the Supreme and we're meant for service. So, Anyway, he wants to instill this faith in them. Do it in this way properly, appropriate food, and turn towards God. And again, not just physically, but in consciousness. Like your grandmother, Andrea. Right? Humble, right? Very humble. World's not about her. It's something greater than herself. It creates such a, a beautiful heart. And what does she do? She turns towards God. She offers things to God. She sees God's in others. when I see people from South America sometimes because the modern world has contaminated everything. So to really get them to explain the beauty of sacrifice and surrender and devotion and humility, to get them to understand the beautiful humility, I say just to keep your grandmothers. <laughs> and then they go back and they think of these pious ladies who sacrificed for their family and, and, and were just so sweet and devotional. So this is what Krishna is saying. Turn to me, offer to me. You don't need to do these sacrifices that are mixed with selfish motive. Just have faith that if you surrender to God, as you water the root of a tree, all the branches and leaves will be replenished. So Krishna is saying, have faith. And, 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 and one more verse. Salankrita bhukta vanta svanulipta suvasasa pradikshanam chakuruta gobi pranala parvitam. If everyone else is eaten to his, sat his satisfaction, you should all dress and decorate yourself handsomely, smear your bodies with sandalwood paste and then circulate the cows, the brahmins, the sacrificial hill, 
the sacrificial fire and go over that hill and dress nicely, which is not just egotistical, it can be very loving. You can dress to please. Like if you go to someone's function, right? There's a wedding you have to go to and you come in with a ripped pair of jeans. No, you dress nicely for the pleasure of the people. When there was this one hardcore girl who was getting married at 26 Second Avenue to a hardcore singer. And I never forget, and he was wearing this charter. And at a particular time, he had to lift the lady's veil over her head or something. And his charter came up and you could see his tattoo. I defy you. That was tattooed. But the lady didn't want to dress up for her wedding. But the senior Vaishnavi who was there and guiding her told her no. Not egotistical, you can dress for the pleasure of others, for the fire, for your husband, for Krishna. There's a sense of, of beauty that's devotional, that you can do it for pleasure. I don't know if this is a joke or not, but initially my mother never liked my clothes because I was, you know, we were poor devotees and I had like crippled cottons that weren't ironed and faded. You wash them yourself, they weren't clean. She would hold them in disgust and say, what is this shmata? Shmata means rag in Yiddish. But I remember just before she passed away, I went to visit her and I was with fine pressed silks. She said, oh, that's really nice. <laughs> she liked the clothes. So you can dress for pleasure. And you're glorifying. You're glorifying God. You can dress in a festive way. In a festive. It's just like, you know, when, when there's a party, there's a feast. When there's a big festival, there's a feast. And you know what, okay, it's a big thing. Okay, we're just gonna have rice and dal. What kind of love is that? Bhakti is so nice. Jane and Andrew, when you come, Basik Mo is gonna cook. We will show you so much love. We will cook organic. We have this farm here that delivers us organic vegetables. And we're famous for our prasadam. In the morning, we have a special preparation called um, Giriraj Prem Poha. Poha is flat rice, but we roast it with some spices, some crushed walnuts and raisins, and some grated muli. Muli means radish, but the radish is not bitter. It's very subtle, the radish here. 
I'm feeling, I, I don't even believe I get a lot of organic vegetables in the West now. Mm -hmm. The way the taste of these vegetables are. Mm -hmm. I don't believe I even get organic, I think they're faking it. The soil is not that good. No, the soil is not so good yet. Yeah, they have 400 tons of cow dung, so maybe that's different. And it's not so beautiful like the cauliflower. To make it that beautiful white thing, you have to spray it with so many things. So, you know, the bugs, and you gotta wash it a little bit. But, uh, festive, nice. Bhakti means to offer the best. So it's part of culture. In the appropriate way, you dress nice to show that this is important, like on a festival day. It's nice when I have my, I'm a teacher, Jane, and once a year the people celebrate my birthday. The people, you know, dress nicely. They don't come in cut off jeans, it's not respectful. Other times, Still not respectful, but it's not it's not as disrespectful. Okay. Um, wow. Dress beautifully, fine cloth ornaments, refresh their bodies with luxurious sandalwood paste. And, and therefore that with Krishna's birthday, it describes how joyous it is. Nandakeya Nanda Bio Jai Kaneya Lalki Nandakeya Nanda Bio Jai Kaneya Lalki Jai Kaneya Lalki Jai Kaneya Lalki Hati Dia Gora Dia It means Nandakeya Nanda Bai Nanda became so happy when Krishna was born. Jai Kaneya Kaneya Lal, they both mean like little sweet boy. Kana means Krishna. Lal, little boy. Jai Kanea Lal Ki, Jai Kana. Hati Dia, he gave elephants. Oradi, he gave horses. Ordiapan, he gave palaquins. So festivity can be very much connected with love. It's Krishna's birthday. Gora Purnima is coming up and the deities are decorated nicely and nice prasadam is being offered. Perhaps we can give gifts to the Vaishnavas or... Okay. Okay. Jumunajaya, you have some... Hare Krishna, Okay, you say Thanks. hello to Rasik Mohan. Hi, Rasik Mohan. Hello, hello. Okay. hi everybody. <laughs> Thank you for your association. Did you know Andrea from Bhakti Center? She doesn't know me, but I know her. Oh, I know. She... No, I recognize your face. I recognize your face. Okay. Oh. So you you tell everybody what what point did you realize? Um, there were so many wonderful points, but I particularly love Maharaj. The um, sort of the silliness of the cheating, uh, the cheating religion to think, oh, I'm gonna do these things to live a heavenly life. I love the way you put it. But we see people living a quote unquote heavenly life here on earth and they're not happy. And it just proves the silliness that you're, you're wasting the spiritual potency to try to get 
like even in the in the in the spiritual world something material and that we see it every day that it's not making us happy so i really really appreciate that point to make it really it's team silly and the fact that you called krishna militant and he is on a battlefield it, you know in the bhagavad gita when he says surrender all religions and he is on the battlefield and that is the real battle to surrender all this silliness and surrender onto him so i really made those points and I really appreciated it so much. Thank you, Maharaj. Well, thank you, Jaya. Anybody you, else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, Tota Gopinath here. Thank you, Shori Radha. Okay, Tota, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you when I get off that plane. I'll be there, looking forward okay. to seeing you. Okay, great. Anybody else? Krishna Maharaj, this is Krishna Amrita. Thank you very much. It was so important for me again to realize that for the pure love to God, we should sacrifice everything. Everything. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. I feel the need to speak up in defense of Dal and Kitri. I don't know why. I didn't say Kitri. I did I know, not say I know, Kitri. I know you didn't, but. Gail, I, I did not I, say I Kitri. No, I know you we didn't, have... but, but it gets a lot of disrespect in general in, in ISKCON. And Gail, so. Gail, Gail yeah. we every day here have Kitri for lunch. Every day with green vegetable and other vegetable, roasted lotus seeds. I'm not, I'm not creating. Patriot <laughs> well, and That's an offense, Gail. That's an offense. Don't commit Dal Aparad either. Dal and Rice, Dal and Rice is great. What? Dal and Rice Aparad either. That stuff is so Gail, good. Yeah. Dal is my favorite preparation. It's just not an elaborate thing. If you have a birthday, the Shameshri, you, mm -hmm. you see how she reacts. Happy birthday. Here's a pot of dollar and rice. You know. You know, Gail. Yeah, no, she would do that because her dollar and rice is off the charts. So that would be a happy birthday for me. She knows that. For you. But, but your dollar and rice. Her, I was talking about your dollar and rice. <laughs> Mine is not bad either. <laughs> uh, okay. Gail. I will see you on the 11th, I assume, and I will see you in Colombia. Yeah. And I'm in the same complex. You can ask questions all day. But I also have Jai Jagannath there and I have Sindhu Gopal. So you're going to have to exhaust three people. <laughs> I'll gear up, Maharaj. <laughs> you better gear up with your questions. We got some pretty heavy pundits there. Wait, just, Actually, just, just one, one thing, you know, I'm just wondering why, you know, Krishna was so insistent that they get all dolled up for, you know, walking around the hill. I mean, I know the hill is Krishna, but, you know, that doesn't seem like a thing to get all dolled up for. Well, you, you have to come to Govardhan first before you make that statement. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I think okay. you're just trying to get me to go to Govardhan, but okay. <laughs> no, I was just getting you to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 
I'm out. Okay. Anyone else? Oh, how are you both? Say hello to my friends here. Gopa, I was just with Jai. He, Jai Jagannath. Okay. He, he, he's one of your main men, right? Cool. I can see that. He was talking about Kentucky. Is that Ram Sadowski, the famous Ram Sadowski? Okay, yeah. we'll see you. I'm looking forward to the 11th. That's great. See you soon, Gurgo. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. Okay, anybody else? What's Hare Krishna, that, Mara. Yeah. Hare Krishna. Oh, These are my Hare it's great to see you all there together. It's so nice. Haribo. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. Hare Krishna Maharaj Amala. This is Amala Vaishnava. Hello, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Amala. Yes, Maharaj. You look so out of place in Albany. Oh, I feel you out of place be, in Albany. You should, you should be a guru in Govardhan. I should you've have stayed there. You got the tattoos, the big neck beads, the right attitude. You saw what happened when we went to Chitrashali. The old lady went and ignored me and offered respects to you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay. <laughs> when will I see you next? Uh, On the 11th? You're going to come. Oh, that's great. Yes. Oh, yes. that's great. I look forward to see you. Yes. Okay. Thank Anybody you. else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Brajarade. Brajarade, hi, Bo. Now I'm coming back. I'm going to be gone for a while. But when I come back, I certainly have to come over to your house. When's your new house going to be ready? I don't know, Maharaj. They are saying uh, May first week. Okay, all right. I will come over when it's ready. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Hey, hello. She's also from Iran. That's her Okay. We'll see you next year in India. Make a very peaceful plan. Yeah, Your farm looks beautiful. I can practically smell the rice from here. Yeah. I bring you some next year. Okay. Anybody else? Harry Krishna Garage, Logovinda. And Braja, thank you for class. Thanks for class. We'll see you soon, right? Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. On the 11th. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a... It's going to be wonderful. And on the 22nd, Sri Pallad's going to come. Oh, oh, nice. Where, to Gopa's house? Or yeah. To where? Oh, great. Awesome. Well, I'll do a little program with him. Mostly I'll just introduce it. and He can do kirtan and speak. That's great. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I really... You know, I have so much energy from Govardhan now. Yeah, that's you know, great. So great. I, I want to see that we have a lot of nice community programs, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please. We had a program not too long ago at Gopa's house. We had some. I heard. Yeah, it was really nice. Jaya presented a really beautiful class uh, on uh, Jaya. Oh, 
Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, your time was really great. Okay, <laughs> great. Okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Good. Anybody else? Oh, okay. Well, that's great that you're coming. I already announced it now. Will you be? You're not free on the 11th, are you? Uh, no. Uh, just oh. in the How many more years you have? Um, well, I have this three years, but it's going to be different next year. I'm going to get have both weekends free, uh, both uh, days in the weekend, like Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Okay. So it's going to be better. When does that start? Uh, in July. Oh, okay. So this year you may be able to even come to my Vyaspuja. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, we'll see you. So thank you. Thank you. Great. Anybody else? Okay. Hare Krishna, Guru. Hare Krishna. Pamela, hi Krishna. Nice to see you. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Okay. Anybody else? Hi Krishna, we want Sri Rupa. Sri Rupa, I get back on the 9th. What, what time do you get out of work? You should call me, okay? I'll, I'll let you know my schedule is different every day. Okay, but we, we're supposed to talk when I get back, right? Yes, please. Okay, let's make a good appointment. Okay, Thank anybody you, else? Marge. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Krishna Garaj. I'm here. Oh. Favorite family. <laughs> okay, say hello to. Hi, hello. Hi, Krishna. Oh, Rasik, there he is. Yeah, it's somehow by Krishna's grace, you know, there's always some people here. That's so nice. And we're having such nice facade for people, and it's great. But I miss Kaylee a lot. <laughs> I miss you too, Marge. <laughs> okay, we should talk next week, okay? Okay. Yeah, you guys too. I miss you guys too. But oh. hey. <laughs> hey, hey, Karuna, let me see a sleeve of tattoos. I want to show them. You see, this, this is the way these pious girls do it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. It's all right. I'm doing it because she has tattoos and people who have tattoos like to see other people with tattoos. Oh, okay. All right. It's cool. <laughs> but Haley's is very tasteful. <laughs> very high class. Are oh, you not getting more, are you? Not at the moment. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Okay. I'm headed out. Bunch of culprit trivia circuits.